welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, a new show that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. This season, we'll be bringing you a range of chats recorded at the London Vet Show, featuring a wide range of friends and colleagues discussing their thoughts on some of the triumphs and tribulations encountered by those in the veterinary industry. Borborygmy is a collaboration between the London Vet Show, Vet Times, Vets Stay Go Diversify and Smashing the Ceiling. Thank you to everyone involved so far for your help and support. It's been very much appreciated. Our guests on Borborygmy today are Alistair McNoll and Chloe Hannigan. Alistair is the creator of the widely read Vet Mindfully blog dedicated to the practice of mindfulness and Chloe is a yoga instructor and director of VetYogi.com. As practicing vets, both Alistair and Chloe know all about the stress and strains of daily veterinary life that can accumulate to negatively impact our mental and physical health. Whether it's a problematic bitch bay, difficult client conversation, or a chronically bad back from years of lifting dogs onto consulting room tables, they know all about the power that daily mental and physical practice can have in alleviating the strain of life in the veterinary profession. Here they explain their practices and talk about the personal experiences that led them to mindfulness and yoga, and to a happier working life. There's, there's quite a, a basic principle in mindfulness, and that is um, to stop living in what we call the doing mode of life and start living the being mode of life. And that's the important thing. And, it, and in the being mode of life, we pay attention to what we're doing at any given moment. So uh, rather than thinking about what, what we have to do next, uh, or crikey, there's a shed load of uh, consultations this afternoon, or, oh God, I've got to make all these phone calls um, to, de- to deliver results. Rather, for me, it's, it's just concentrating on what I'm doing at that particular time. So that when I talk about mindfulness in the bitch bay, it, um, it's thinking about, okay, um, I'm making the incision in the right place and then exteriorizing the ovaries one at a time making sure that they're out properly so I can see what I'm doing to ligate the ovarian vessels and like you know, so each stage is just focused on rather than thinking oh, I've got to do this as quickly as possible so I can get on to the next thing and actually by doing that I firmly believe, certainly from my own experience, but I do think for everybody else, if they can try using these sort of techniques, um, you actually can do more. Because if you're concentrating fully on what you're doing, you do it more effectively, you get more out of it, and it tends to go better. You can only do one thing at a time. You live in the moment, you know, and, and you know, we miss moments all the time. And, you know, suddenly you, you, you sit down after getting home and think, well, Craigie, what have I done today? Uh, so rather experience what you, what's happening. And, you know, it's, it's the same within, in consultations, experiencing that consultation. So you, you, you can empathize better with clients. You can focus more on your clinical examination, the questions that you're asking for the history. And you, you can formulate your clinical plan and explain it clearly to, to clients. It, it, it works. It, re- it really does. And I think half the battle is just remembering to breathe. It mm. sounds so simple, but when we're stressed at work and we're really in that sympathetic nervous mode and our heart rate is through the roof and our breathing is shallow and fast and we're not actually um, 
engaged in that current moment with what we're doing, as Alistair said, we're too busy worrying about what's ahead of us. Simply coming back to our own breath can be massively beneficial. And I was actually in, um, uh, I went to the talk Alistair did um, last year on the Mindful Bitch Spay, um, and that's how now I try to teach and when I'm teaching students and um, new grads how to spay, I try and incorporate those mindfulness techniques, even for them at an, an early age. So hopefully they don't get to the point where they're dreading doing the bitch yeah. spay. Um, but I, I passionately believe that, um, you know, bringing little bits of yoga and meditation into your day-to-day -day working life can have massive benefits um, for you, like both on and off the mat. Um, and Alistair and I are both really passionate about bringing those techniques into the workplace um, so that you're not having to specifically set time always aside or you're not working a 12-hour shift and then thinking, oh, God, I've got to get to yoga. You know, you can do 10 minutes at lunchtime and that's perfectly fine and that might be all you need for that day. Um, so it's really about adapting it to the busy working veterinary schedule um, and, and helping everybody uh, to realise that um, actually, it doesn't have to be a chore. It mm. can just become a habit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's important that it becomes a habit. Mm. Uh, um, you know, because I think if you're just thinking, oh, it's something I must do, it's just another thing on the yeah. list that you've got to do. And then if you don't do it, you beat yourself up about it. So it, it, it's incorporating these things. So yeah, you, you can do a few stretching uh, exercises in between consults. You know, uh, Chloe was saying earlier today, uh, but if you've spent you know, half a morning trying to remove a uh, full set of cat's teeth, uh, you know, the tension in your neck and your shoulders and your back, you're hunched up. You know, a, a few nice simple stretches and breathing exercises, you know, you, it just helps you to to retune and you, you, you just guess you, know, you can even take a moment and think crikey I've done that that's great give yourself a bit of a pat in the back and a, a little bit of breathing space uh, we all have to breathe we can't stop breathing um, so the breath and uh, just focusing on that always brings our attention back to how we're feeling and where the tensions are in our bodies and also where the sort of tensions are in our mind as well so we can pay attention to those sort of things and just try and grasp them and put them into context and deal with things more realistically absolutely and i think that's part of it isn't it trying to realistically fit yoga and mindfulness into a busy day and and the reason we're so passionate about it is because we use it ourselves and one of the things i took away from alice's talk um when i went last year was actually his openness about his own struggles um with mental health and i found that actually really um refreshing to hear i mean obviously we don't we, you know, it's not the nicest thing to hear a colleague has been through that. Yeah, I'm not recommending <laughs> no, that. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, but to actually um, hear someone, uh, like a colleague who's in a senior leadership position especially, um, having been through that and then come out the other side, um, I think is really important for younger members of the profession to see that it can happen. And again, you know, half the reason I got into yoga was because of my struggles with my mental health along the way. Um, and so we're all here saying, you know, we know what it's like, we've been through it. Here are just some tools that we use ourselves yeah. and would recommend um, to help you um, deal with the, uh, the daily stresses really. Daily stresses because you know it's a stressful profession that we're in there's mm. so many demands we're getting pulled in sort of several directions every minute of the day mm. uh, more or less and you know if we don't take care of ourselves then we won't be able to take care of our, our patients and uh, 
that's that's not a good place to be. Uh, it's important to give us ourselves permission to, to look after ourselves. And perhaps something as well to introduce early, because certainly as you know, vet students, I don't think you're aware really of what you're entering into in terms of the stressful work environment and what's going to be. What, it didn't exist when I qualified. You yeah. Know, yeah, it just didn't. So you know, to incorporate that yeah. into that yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, mental, physical health. It, it, it's it's important that we maintain good physical and mental health. They are connected. You know, you, you can't separate them. You know, uh, often they go together. Um, and you know, with, with yoga, you can you can pay attention to the physical body with the postures, uh, the breathing exercises, um, and then um, with the mindfulness technique, which is a little bit different from uh, meditation. Meditation is brilliant; it's not for everybody. Uh, but mindfulness is is like that, but not the same because you. you you're just developing an awareness of what's going on at that moment. You're not sitting down with that sole purpose to try and um, I hesitate to use the word control your mind because mm. th that's kind of. Um, I like to think of it as free your mind. It's really. free your mind. It's, yeah. it's, it's to yeah to get rid of all the sort of negative things yeah. in meditation. Um, you have to be a wee bit careful with that if you are going through uh, bad patches because it can actually bring out quite a lot of the the, the nastier thoughts as well um, um, so you have to be a wee bit careful about that but mindfulness is something that anybody can do just by thinking about what they're doing and then you know if you feel a bit tense then there's you know there's there's a yoga posture for every <laughs> ache, and any muscle yeah. joint even ones that haven't been invented yet um, <laughs> to, to stretch and, and you know, that, that stretch it relieves that tension it releases endorphins it makes you feel better yeah and I think that's um, a valid point as well um, you know if, if you are um, having a rough patch or experience specific injuries or anything like that whilst there are plenty of things online you know as um, myself we, we both produce content specifically sort of for vets um, online but I think it's really important um, that if you have any specific needs that you also seek out a qualified teacher uh, to uh, assist uh, you and to keep you yeah. safe um, yeah. and you know it's kind of everyone has different needs um, so finding the right teacher for you you can shop around a little bit uh, you can always give them a call um, beforehand to make sure that they'll be able to cater to what you need from a practice um, and also looking on the uh, yoga alliance professionals website to make sure that they're properly qualified yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I was going to say I mean, I talk about this <laughs> but I guess the in terms of take home for, for anybody listening to this what would you say is sort of the best and most useful resources and next steps if someone's interested to find out well I mean um, there are lots of things online so it depends also on your on your budget because you know the nice thing with mindfulness and yoga is it can be quite cheap uh, mindfulness you don't really need anything yoga maybe a mat um, and then there's lots of free stuff online um, or classes you can get deals um, but I think for someone looking uh, to take that next step um, if you're a complete beginner I do think having some guidance from a teacher is really beneficial um, but even then there's, there's things on online and it's just remembering not to be competitive with yourself be compassionate to yourself don't push yourself
yourself too far. If things are hurting, stop, um, <laughs> which is half the battle. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I have the little YouTube video with my sequences on there specifically for the veterinary profession. Um, Alistair, you have a lot of content, don't you, on your I blog? I want the mindfully.vet. There's lots of things. I, I, say, I write about uh, using mindfulness techniques, but in specific um, situations like the bitch bay, like consultations, like euthanasia. Um, so there, there's, there's quite a lot there. I don't post every day, but um, you know, hopefully um, the, the things that I write there are helpful. There are plenty of books uh, about mindfulness. Uh, and uh, the, 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 good, the really good thing about mindfulness uh, and the techniques around it are that they, they do have a lot of evidence base behind them to show that they, they are effective uh, and um, uh, they, you know, there's um, as I say plenty of books but if you, if you concentrate on the, the, the ones uh, coming out of Oxford the Oxford Mindfulness uh, Centre I think it's called those are fantastic. Yeah. And I think it's really important as members of the scientific community that we're presenting these things in an evidence-based manner um, and that's what we're passionate about doing um, and if you are giving it a go yourself and you want to check if you're doing a posture correctly there's some tutorials at vetyogi.com so just you know get out there have an explore and see what works for you. And, and keep your mind open. <laughs> <laughs>